Hi, welcome to the Barefoot Fruitarian Podcast, episode two. I hope that you are well, I hope that you're enjoying this week, and yeah, today I'm going to share some about breathing, about uh, air quality in Sanskrit. There's a word, pranayama. It is a uh, one of the limbs, the branches of yoga practice in my lineage and in, in many lineages. <clears throat> pranayama. Uh, okay, so it's two words, basically. Uh, prana, which is somewhat known in this country in the U.S., uh, it basically means absolute energy, you know, primary life force. It, it's uh, like the force in Star Wars, if you've seen <laughs> Star Wars. Um, that's prana. That's, you know, Luke, Luke Skywalker had, had the force. Uh, the force was strong with him, <laughs> as they put it. Um, and it made him very powerful. Yama means control. So pranayama is talking about controlling the life force. Uh, practices to cultivate and control the life force. Largely that is done through breathing, through various methods uh, centered around the breath, around the air. So let's start this with three questions. Three very important questions that uh, I received a bunch of years ago when I, mm, you know, got pretty into this stuff. Mm, when was that? 20, that was maybe about 24 years ago now. And <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, three, the three questions. Question number one, how long can a person live without eating? Okay. Question number two, how long can a person live without drinking? Question number three. How long can a person live without breathing? Yeah, so those three questions, they kind of put things in perspective a little bit, or a lot, <laughs> actually. Um, the breath is very important. The breath is constantly nourishing us. It is bringing in energy, spirit, really, inspiration, to inspire means to breathe, and another use of that word, to be inspired, means, uh, which is actually, I think, around 
around uh, where I grew up. It's, that's a more common use of that word. Inspired means, you know, like to be... Uh, <laughs> I can't use the same word again to describe it. Uh, how can I explain that? To be inspired. You know, it means to be turned on, to be lit up, to be um, in love, doing whatever it is that you, that a person wants to be doing, to be doing that joyfully. Yeah, in, inspiration. And this word also means to inhale. To expiration, to, you know, expiration is um, to exhale. When we inhale, we are literally bringing in spirit to the body. In spirit, inspiration. And whether or not a person is aware of this, this is what's going on with every breath. And with every exhale, the body is releasing things. And a, a significant amount, to a significant degree, too. I actually, <laughs> I looked up recently um, how long, or not how long, how much air capacity is in the uh, human lungs. Um, and I read that it's actually six liters in the average adult male lungs. Six liters, that's one and a half gallons. Uh, if you're in the U.S., and <laughs> I think it pretty much the entire rest of the world it'd be six liters, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. And in, in the average adult female, it's four liters, one gallon. Um, and with every breath, on average, we are replacing about half of that. So that's three liters. That's, that's a lot. You know, imagine um, how much air we are taking in and, and breathing out on a, on a regular basis. If you breathe 20 breaths a minute, it's a lot of air, you know. Yeah. A lot of air. So, pranayama, breath work, breath control, whatever you want to call it, um, maybe is worth looking into. Uh, I invite my listeners to consider that question. Maybe this is worth pondering on a little bit. Yeah. So there's a couple nice practices. 
um, that I would like to share. Uh, a meditation that is centered around focusing the mind on the breath and a foundation practice of pranayama. These are both profoundly powerful, profoundly healing. <laughs> I mean, really, really, truly uh, practices that I have been into for some time. And I'm very appreciative, very grateful for, for. Okay, so the first one. This is called uh, Anapana Meditation. And it goes like this. The body, the mind, I mean, focuses on the breath. We're not doing anything special with the breath. It's just the natural breath, whatever, however you breathe, however a person breathes naturally but the mind focuses on the breath now it becomes the center of attention and this may be easy somewhat or very challenging depending on a person's mind state depending on if a person has a good capability capability to be able to concentrate. And it's this is very good for developing concentration. Very, very good. To have the ability to concentrate, to focus the mind as we choose to, and as opposed to just one way, then the next for our entire lives. Very, very useful and a, a great source of inner peace okay so the mind focuses on the breath it's gently placed there when we naturally our mind might stray from that sooner or later as according to habits that many people are still carrying in this place and time that we're in um, can be difficult to focus the mind. So we're going to practice that. Okay, now it's really easy. It, it, it can be, you know, what I mean to say is it can be practiced in a gentle way. So it's like, you know, if you are staring at the sky, you're staring just in one place, and there's clouds in the sky, and the clouds are going by, and you, we see them, but we don't focus on them. They're just clouds going by. 
if and when we notice our mind starting to focus on one cloud, on one thought, on anything besides focusing on the breath, going in, going out, what we do what we do is just gently place it back on the breath it's it's good to avoid any thoughts of self reprimand you know like oh you know i i messed up or nothing like that an experienced computer programmer expects there to be challenges and, and bugs along the way that need to be addressed when he or she is writing a new program. Okay, so the breath. Going in, going out. I invite you now to pause this podcast if you would like to practice this for some time and then unpause it when you're finished. Okay? Okay. Go ahead. Okay, congratulations. You have now been introduced to one of the most wonderful things that human thought, in, in my view, one of the most wonderful things that human thought, human practice has developed as of yet. There it is. We can practice uh, this as much as we want. It's free of charge. <laughs> can be practiced while resting, while walking. It's really nice to practice first thing in the morning, as soon as upon rising. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was suggested that uh, the words good morning or not as as uplifting and and um, positive magical vibrations as the words grand rising so I'm currently practicing the replacing those words so upon our grand rising <laughs> uh, it's very nice to practice this and or it can be practiced as we're lying in bed preparing for sleep for those of us that still sleep <laughs> uh, i'm not going to elaborate elaborate on that comment right now maybe later <sighs> the breath I'm going to speak now about being outdoors, the, pro the profound difference between air quality and the great outdoors, and especially the further away from human civilization, 
we can go the air quality is is better i mean have you ever noticed how much better you feel instantly just by going outside just by spending time outside especially outside in nature but outside as opposed to indoors I was talking a little before about how much air we inhale and exhale with every breath. It's a significant amount of volume. And imagine, you know, we're sitting inside of a, a house, inside of a room. Maybe the windows are open, maybe not so much. But there's a very limited amount of airflow coming in. and going out of that room. And as we exhale the waste products from our organism, they're accumulating in that space. This can be improved by opening the windows as much as possible, by running a fan in the space, even better to put the fan in the window as an exhaust fan. Uh, additionally, uh, another fan can be placed in another window, bringing air in. But being outside is really so much better. I personally have been spending quite a lot of time outside. Um, as if um, you may have listened to the last episode, I, I mentioned that I'm in Maryland right now. Uh, I'm caregiving for uh, a friend's mother who is, <laughs> is recovering from a stroke and has recently recovered from diabetes. Uh, you're welcome to check out my YouTube video on the Barefoot, the Barefoot Fruitarian channel detailing that. And uh, I will speak about that soon again on this podcast also. She recovered in about two weeks from type 2 diabetes, reversing her diabetes, her, her blood readings, blood pressure, and so on, are normal. After eating a fruit diet, 100% fruits, 100% non-fatty fruits, so that means no avocado, uh, no durian, anything like that, minimal bananas, um, because bananas have less water, and uh, yeah, she agreed after discussing it with me for a while, the possibility. And within two weeks, a little under two weeks, actually, her blood, her, her, um, her readings are, are normal. Normal readings, no diabetes. <laughs> Anyhow, um, 
Right, let's stay on topic though for now. So being outdoors, I have been sleeping most nights outside of the house in the, the backyard or the front porch. And it, it's a profound difference. <laughs> I'm used to sleeping indoors my entire life. And I just feel so much better doing this. So much better. Yeah. Okay. So there's another practice that I've been practicing for 20-something years now, and I consider it a great treasure. And I'm happy to share it with you now. The Yogi Complete Breath. Simple, profound, very, very healing. <clears throat> so, okay, I'll explain it first. I'll give you an opportunity to practice it if you want to, and then we'll speak a little about it. <clears throat> Here it goes. It's done like this. This breath um, is the foundation, the center of pranayama. There's many practices, but this one is the center of it all. So you may or may not be familiar. A person may or may not be familiar yet with three types of breathing that people practice. There's one that's called low breathing, which is basically primarily breathing into the bottom section of the lungs. There's another one called mid breathing, the middle section of the lungs. And then there's high breathing. You know, that the high section, the, the upper section of the lungs. The yogi complete breath combines these three in order to make full use of the entire lung capacity with every breath. So you don't have to practice yet. You can if you want, but let me explain and then we'll do it together. So basically, just find a comfortable place to sit or to be, lie down, whatever. And then just breathe into the bottom of the lungs, pushing the belly out, which, which lowers the diaphragm, the bottom of the lungs more room for air. Then once that's full, breathe into the middle of the lungs. And then the top of the lungs. Hold for a moment. And then just simply relax and let the air come out on its own. 
feels good, right? Again, bottom of the lungs, pushing the belly out. Middle of the lungs, top of the lungs. Hold. Relax, let the air come out on its own. Once the air is, is released, pause again, hold the exhale, and then if you want to take a break, if this is new, just go back, breathe, norm, <clears throat> breathe normal for a moment. And now, again, the bottom of the lungs, pushing the belly out, the middle of the lungs, the top of the lungs. Hold. Exhale. Just releasing, relaxing. The exhale comes out on its own. Hold. I invite you now to, if you want, to pause this recording and practice this for as long as you want to, or as short as you want to, but, um, you know, at least a couple minutes. Notice, well, <laughs> okay, go ahead and do that if you want now. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. Did you notice how it changed? It changed, it changes things, it changes how we feel. So, have you ever noticed when you're feeling, when, it, when a person is feeling uh, various ways, we breathe in different ways. When we're feeling mm, like a bit scattered, a bit tense, the breath is also that way. It can be short, it can be a bit rough. The emotional state is affecting the way we breathe. And the thing is, the way we breathe also very much affects the emotional state. The speed that we breathe affects the heart rate and various other supposedly involuntary processes of the organism. Well, guess what? Through these types of practices, they become under our voluntary control. As a person may choose to continue practicing this type of thing, the yogi complete breath, we're filling the lungs more deeply now than we may be used to. And so we're getting more air with each breath. 
So the breath will naturally start to slow down. We won't need as many breaths per minute. Especially when lying down relaxing, the breath can slow down quite a lot. I personally have been able to slow my breath down to about one breath every two minutes. And there are yogis out there that have accomplished much, much slower timing than that. So that can be very calming to the emotional state. We, are able, we start to become able to self-regulate our emotions the way we feel. And this is extremely powerful can be extremely powerful. We can take our emotional state into our own hands. There's no need so much to blame it on external circumstances anymore, and increasingly so with time. You know? Oh, what else? Yeah. The exhale optionally can be intentionally slowed down as well. It doesn't have to be. There, there's an optional, more controlled exhale, and which can be done more slowly that way. So if you want to breathe start breathing more and more slow, you know, that option is there. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a very beautiful thing. Um, um, so the, all of the, the processes of the body, basically the heart rate, the circulation, um, you know, many of them at least are connected to the breath. And by slowing them down, we, by slowing the breath down, we can slow those things down. We can slow down our entire organism, therefore slowing the aging process and uh, a person can potentially live much longer. And <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Okay, so there you go. There we go. I hope that's been helpful. Let's conclude now today's talk with three ohms. The ohm is the sound of everyone's voice in the entire universe put together into one voice. Um... 
Thank you so, so much for joining and sharing in this with me today. Next time we'll go further. I hope that that's been, that this has been helpful, that it may help your day to be a bit more enjoyable. May all beings be happy and free.